0: Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie, Hour 2. You're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700. And you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. If you miss any of this show and you want to listen to the replay, you can go to my website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the radio replay link. It'll be there uh, not long after this show airs. So, I'm here again with my guest co-host, Stella Padilla, and I'm also here with Elisa Martinez. And we're having some fascinating conversations about just about everything because, you know, the problem is there's so much going on right now, it's hard to keep track of it all. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, about the Republicans taking over the House, Mm -hmm. and they have been working to go after some of this corruption, and some of you know the, the the they've been looking to defund this eighty seven thousand IRS agents and and gun control, all these other crazy things that are going on. And what I compare it to, you know, you know, you see McCarthy up there, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> you see McCarthy up there with his uh, with his gavel, and it makes me remind, it makes me think of the game of whack a mole, okay. So you got McCarthy up there and you got all these Democrats sticking their heads up through these holes with another ridiculous, you know, anti-constitutional bill and whack. You got to whack them down. And that's Uh what McCarthy is doing. He is playing a huge game of whack-a-mole, just like I do every week on this show. It's like in which I expose all this corruption. Uh It's hard to keep track of all of it.
1: It's okay overwhelming. that was your
0: it's, analogy
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like that <laughs> yes I do um, yeah there's you know there's so much going on uh, and uh, maybe maybe some of this is by design to keep people just you know constant in this constant state of of, fear and um, confusion Fear, confusion, anxiety about what's the government going to come out with next i mean you know like we mentioned earlier you know, we, they want to outlaw our gas stoves i mean mm-hmm. w- the week before remember that right before the vote for house speaker the the constant hyperventilating about how urgent this was and how dare the republicans uh, uh stand you know hold out uh, and hold some accountability on on the speaker's reign and role unlike Nancy Pelosi who who ruled with an iron fist oh, and prioritized unlimited her power and unlimited power. yeah and so and, and notice how all, all that crisis of oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. it's such a mess that the Republicans are not getting in a speaker <laughs> and all that went away right All that went away this week we were not hearing oh and the country survived. And I even tweeted, um, you know, if folks want to follow me on Twitter, I'm very um, sort of outspoken and <laughs> active on Twitter. Uh, it's Elisa for New Mexico and Elisa 1121 uh, on Twitter. And I, I said something to the effect that like, look, guys, um, it's not the end of the world if Congress isn't working for two days. You know, when and they it was say literally it, two days into the right.
0: vote and when they say it's going to be a government shutdown okay <laughs> i got news for you the government never really totally shuts down just those agencies that you don't really care about shut down but you know those people are getting social security checks and there's st- you're still going to get your social security check when the government shuts down trust me i, I well, i'm excited well, as, long as, I would them <laughs> as long as it's <laughs> yeah, solvent to shut down
2: as long as it's solvent
0: as long as they don't keep raising the debt ceiling which why don't we why don't we just go there on that it's like you know i i this is how you can compare raising the debt ceiling and i heard i can't remember which politician i heard say this the other day but it's just like this okay so so you get a credit card you max it out and then you're paying the minimum payments on it which you'll never have it paid off and so well you want to spend more money so what do you expect? Oh, you want the credit card company to raise your credit limit right. so you can charge it up to another limit. Okay, that's exactly what our federal well, government has that, been
2: doing for years. Right, right. I think it's implicit in, in the term raise the debt ceiling. <laughs> but what people need to understand at some point, it, it, it does our, our debt to... Um, income ratio become untenable are are we there yet and a lot of people think and are predicting this might be the year 2023 that you know the it, it all catches up to us
1: bust
0: mm-hmm. they're over 30 like 31 trillion dollars now of debt yes i i, I yeah. that's that's just mind-boggling yeah.
2: it's, it's I, very concerning very I, concerning i think and i
0: still remember when they were raising the alarm over having a one trillion dollar debt uh, one trillion dollar Debt.
2: Well, and what a lot of folks need to understand, I mean, this has been ongoing, right? The argument is, oh, well, we've always had, you know, this. this. No, we didn't. Um, it was, no. it was, uh, I think, under Bush, um, around 10 million, 10 billion, I'm sorry, 10 trillion. Uh, but Obama single handedly doubled yes, the debt of this country he spent more collect than all of the, his predecessors collectively before him and that's where the out of control aspect of the spending in this country uh really i think uh, we're looking at the point of, of potentially no return if uh and i know we're going a little bit off topic here mm-hmm. but if if um the interest on that debt is accruing at a greater rate than we can pay yeah right
0: yeah. What happens when that you go bankrupt? I mean, that's what and, you and I do. We go bankrupt and, at that and point. And when the
2: U.S. dollar is, is the standard um, trade currency globally, right? It's the standard right now. But you have other countries that are talking and colluding and working together to undermine mm-hmm. that um, aspect of, of the global economy. I mean, there's so many implications there that are troubling. Mm. So anyway, we'll go back to... <laughs> Where were we now? Where were we again? Oh, the rules package. We the were rules package. Yeah, we were going to break that yeah, down. Yeah, let's do it because it
0: actually ties into a lot of these current events that are going on. So this rules package that you all heard about that uh, that they fought over so much in the House that took them, you know, 15, 15 votes to finally— Uh, agree to elect McCarthy which was again
2: a a democratic process I I, I, I can't I'm shocked at how many Democrats were upset that there was a democratic process that played out uh, to elect our speaker within our constitutional republic because I know I get people that come at me with we're a republic yes but the the voting within our constitutional republic is a democratic process right Um, that that played out the way it did and I think it's wonderful putting those checks and balances on the role of the speaker and the power that that one person has in the people's house which is yeah. Congress.
0: Well, you know what's really funny is the Democrats are always the one all-time saying that we're a democracy, and they're, they're saying, oh, we have to stand up for the democratic process. Well, that's exactly what we saw play out. Like exactly. you said, we saw the democratic process actual voting going on actual debate on the floor at, at, at one it was point wonderful. Time, there was one thing there where i thought maybe they're going to have a fist fight on the floor it's like wow that could make it oh, exciting. right right i saw that, <laughs> Matt I saw Gage, that. I one saw guy that. was really pissed off at well it was
2: a deliberative process where we, we yeah. had uh, a debate and we also um got to see uh, uh, uh all sides of the issues right
0: yeah yeah absolutely so i look at it as a good thing that is the actual democratic process in in by the way we don't live in a democracy Versus we live in a representative republic. republic i just want to push that
2: yes but here and here's another point and um before i forget it and i did tweet about this as well but uh it seems like the democrats and the left were, are are more comfortable and they were demanding this to be a done deal oh you had two years or whatever to, to come up with with a plan um so they would prefer a backdoor deal that was already done, said and done, day one, one vote, and one time. Versus it's actually, this deliberative dem- democratic process. It's
0: actually these things are actually right? done in literal smoke
2: right? rooms. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I here. mean, they would prefer the backdoor deal, done deal, on day one. And and so anyway, but, but, but again, like the hyperventilating and the world coming to an end. Notice how that all went away this week. Right. they again, and they moved all on to gas stoves and right. Um. And Biden's uh, classified documents.
0: Yeah, and I mentioned the wood burning stoves. There actually was a thing trying to ban those too because you know, so, it's for its environment you know it's like you know they want to take away all your alternatives so in these rules that this rules package that you all heard them talking about a lot this is what they were all fighting over okay I think it was a great thing the first one that I have here is motion to
2: vacate now that's a big one right okay I think that's that's re- that's probably the biggest one yeah in terms of checking the power of one individual yeah
0: so literally one House member can make a motion that the speaker's chair needs to be vacated. In other words, that means that, well, we're going to pick a different speaker. And apparently, from what I understand, it takes uh, actually one person can make the motion, but it takes five members to actually bring a vote.
2: And one vote. Huh? And just, yeah, and, yeah. and one vote.
0: One vote to, to, to make the motion, five members to actually bring about an actual vote. right yeah so this sort of thing has been in place in the past from what i understand but it it just never it's rarely used right it's a parliamentary
2: sort of procedure Mm -hmm. and here's the thing is that um it's you know again in our democratic constitutional republic um it's important that we have checks and balances that's the whole premise yeah of of that keeps um everybody honest so to speak right Mm -hmm. i mean so checks and balances are good
0: you know, that is that gives the speaker incentive to do what he said he was gonna do.
2: Exactly. You know?
0: And so far he has been doing what he said he was gonna do. You know, they just one of the first thing he did was he uh, put forth a bill to uh, defund the, the eighty seven thousand and actually they, they went even a step further. And they they want to abolish the IRS altogether and go with a consumption tax, which I love that idea.
2: I and think it's... Uh, I'm down for yes. that. Yeah, so,
0: get rid of them. let me explain to you how that would work. Basically, you know all this stress that you got to go through every year when you got to file your taxes, and a lot of you that have businesses, you got to pay an account, and all this garbage, which I, so I have eliminates always thought perso- it's it eliminates
2: personal income tax, and we'll replace it with a, consum- a flat if tax you go buy on something. goods and services. Right, right. right. So, so that I, was, means, I have an econ degree, so.
0: So that means if you're one of these people that lives off the grid and you have your solar panels and your batteries and you, and you grow vegetables in the garden and you have chickens and all this kind of stuff and you just want to be left alone, you can literally be left alone with the exception of maybe property taxes. But other than that, you can pretty much be left alone. You'll never be bugged to file a tax return. You'll never be bugged to pay any income tax, period. right. You know, and if you choose to never buy anything, well, and, you'll never pay any
2: taxes. And so here's another thought in terms of, you know, the left is very concerned about the rich getting richer and everyone paying their fair share and the rich are just getting away, um, you know, with, with, with sometimes paying no taxes. Why? Because they can hire and everyone has to hire at that level uh, a team of, of uh, tax preparers and accountants to navigate the thousands of pages of our tax law. And again, that's an unfair advantage that the rich have with this current structure that the left seems to not have a problem with, other than wanting to, to further tax the one or two percent that are actually paying what the thirty or forty percent of all right. of all,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: of all our well, taxes. Well, and
0: for years you've been hearing the left constantly talking mm-hmm. about how the how the middle class and the working people are oppressed, but yet. This is oppression on, on the working in Exactly, class. that's totally what I just oppression. said. It is, yes. it is. <clears throat> yes.
2: Because not everyone has access to those type of services that they have, have to hire in order to navigate and, mm-hmm. and find the loopholes in the system. You literally mm-hmm.
0: are forced to spend a bunch of money on, on accountants that can actually understand all of this all of these ridiculous laws. And so by eliminating the IRS and instituting a consumption tax in its place, that would get rid of all of that
2: so the, the so the national debt's at 31 trillion mm-hmm. and one another aspect of that rule package, the rules package excuse me um was to put a cap on federal spending yeah um to the 2020 2022 levels yeah that's which i my, mean something needs to happen too. yeah there so
0: so the uh the next uh thing i had on my list was select subcommittee to investigate the weaponization weaponization of the federal government now Anybody that doesn't believe that the federal government has wep- been weaponized against people, you are delusional. I mean, look at, okay, since we were talking about the IRS, does anybody remember Lois Lerner? Okay. Do you remember that lady she used to run the IRS?
2: Right. And when it so it was under Obama under the mm-hmm. Obama administration that the IRS was weaponized against conservative organizations and this is what I think all of the listeners and and every citizen needs to understand. It's like if it it's great when it's happening near political enemies some people would 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 cheer on these types of uh, activities um, uh, and strong-headedness of the federal government but hey guys eventually it comes to, to buy all of us if the federal government can do that to conservatives they will also do that to anyone that questions their authority in in, in a more totalitarian mm-hmm. environment and that's that's the red flags that we're trying to to raise and and, and 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 bring about some accountability
0: yeah you know just like earlier when I was talking about how a lot of people are living with their head in the sand and they don't want to hear anything they don't want to read anything they don't want to see anything I just don't want to know well you know you can do that and that might work for a little while but eventually it's gonna come after you too whether you whether you know about it or not it's going to come after you and
2: that's why and that's why you know as i think as conservatives we we believe in sort of principle based um less government but but you have to have that standard uh and and so yeah eventually they can come after you know leftists as well um Mm -hmm. and folks that they will come after
0: them they're not immune. No, right now those people are just useful tools.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, look at yeah, how look it. at how some would say the system is termed even on Biden. Right, he's no longer useful. <laughs> <laughs> he's never been useful <laughs> from the start. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, if in fact they really did plant that stuff just to get rid of him, uh, maybe. I mean, I I can't see how they could be happy about him that. running for reelection. I didn't,
2: I didn't say that, but it's it's an interesting and, turn and, of and events. And honestly, I
0: don't think they want Kamala to run for run either. So. I don't think they like either one. They just served a purpose. They served it. Their their goal in the last election was to get rid of Trump. So they needed a guy that they could control, that they could put him up there, a name that everybody knew. Now, I'm not convinced he actually won the election, but, you know, regardless of that point. So – Okay, so the weaponization of the federal government. Okay, we've seen the FBI raiding people's houses. Conservatives, we, you know, the FBI is out of control. Well,
2: again, and we we want to direct folks um, uh, to uh, you know more recently the release of the Twitter files. Yeah, the Twitter files are an, a, 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 an example of. What the government has enacted against the citizens, um, speech, freedom of speech, freedom to share information about you know uh, again vaccines, COVID, uh, and just conservative uh, influencers that were targeted that were requested to take down their accounts from Tucker Carlson, I think, yeah. to Tommy Lauren, to others that were just completely shut down, uh, and that's alarming. It's concerning. It's 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 unacceptable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen the FBI out of control, we've seen the IRS out of control and now the you know and so they want to go in and they want and you know like you said the Twitter files which we're going to talk about a, a couple of installments of that in, in this show too. Um there the proof is out there. It's actually happening. It can't be denied anymore. So So the next thing I had on my list here was reinstating the Holman rule. And If you don't know what the Holman Rule is...
2: Yeah, please tell us, because I I actually was not aware of, of the details of that. So,
0: basically, the Holman Rule, it empowers any member of Congress to propose amending an appropriations bill to single out a government employee or cut a specific program. With a majority vote of the House and Senate, the pay of an individual federal government employee could be reduced or a specific federal program could be eliminated. I would have loved to have seen them do, use that Holman rule on Fauci, well, wouldn't you? A, well,
2: again, it's about accountability, right? We deserve <laughs> yeah. accountability in in this bureaucracy that becomes so bloated that, that, you know, they're losing billions of dollars and they don't know why and we can't figure out why. And every year, I mean, it's it's really uh, a good step towards accountability, I think.
0: You know, that, that kind of leads into something else that, that I've talked about before in which these, these federal agencies... Which, if you've read the Constitution, the Constitution doesn't provide for an agency to be making a law, and essentially that's what they do. Well,
2: that's what rulemaking essentially is, right? Rule so rulemaking rule is a law. Is, right.
0: How, however you want to look at it, you can call it whatever you want. That,
2: that has to be abode a, um, a, a or abided by within that agency, Yes, but so excellent point. So is it constitutional for a federal
0: agency to make a rule essentially a law in which you are required to follow it and it is well, enforced it, is, by law so
2: basically what you're saying is circumventing the role of the yes, legislature yes exactly yes uh, and the exactly legislative process. i mean
0: we elect congressmen to go in there and make laws and vote on laws but how can the executive branch appoint people into agencies and those agencies circumvent that process that that's something right. i've had a real problem with right so and this
2: is actually a huge another huge it is huge. Uh, check
0: on it is huge.
2: power of the government you know, just, which we like
0: just like this uh, this uh commissioner that, that biden's trying to nominate for the fcc Gigi Sone. okay have you seen this woman do you know anything about her uh, i'm not okay. following that but it's like here again okay, I know people are going to hate me for this. You guys have been hammering me over this for weeks. <laughs> like, I'm just going to give you more ammunition against me. Did he nominate this woman because she's gay? That's what I want to know. I don't have any problem with, a, with a, gay, a, a gay woman leading the FCC, but is she really the best person for the job, or did she get selected for the job because she's
2: gay? Well, I mean, look at Pete Buttigieg, right? He didn't have any experience. He's now the Transportation Secretary right. and oversaw... Uh, a disaster earlier this week with the grounding of all flights coming out of uh the faa mm-hmm. i mean talk about it oh that's right
0: i i i was going to mention that okay no experience he was a mayor of yes. south bend mm-hmm. let's circle back real quick um to that the the thing that yeah, you happened we're going to talk a little bit because yes, you formally worked with the FAA, I, I have I so have, what's the inside yes. scoop yes okay so I worked for the FAA, um, let's see, how long ago has it been now? Probably uh, 10 years ago, I worked at the Air Traffic Control Center. They were implementing a new software I system. heard it was
2: the, a breakdown of the software. Yes, I think they admitted that yeah. okay. as much.
0: We knew the problem existed then. We knew the ex- problem existed before then. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that they're trying to implement new technology and they're trying to integrate it with technology that's 40 or 50 years old. I mean, the two things just don't talk back and forth very well at all. And yet rather than just scrap the whole thing and replace it with something else that's far more efficient and new and, and works flawlessly, they they're, they're piecemealing stuff. And so they're why I, I don't know why I really don't know why, but this is the government. This is the way they do things, you know? So, we were having problems with that system back then, even. So basically what you have at the air traffic control system is you have a quadruple redundancy. Okay, you have a main system, which, which consists of a, of a primary and a backup. And then you have a backup system, which includes its own primary and backup. But so
2: the bottom line is that we're using old software that's breaking down.
0: Old software. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Inter- and you're tr- like I said, that was my you're trying to make well. new stuff work with old stuff. And that's, in my opinion, that is the biggest problem with it. And, and these problems have been going on since the implementation of, of, of this new system that they put in. It's been a problem from the start. Right, right, right. And this, right. Is what, this is a culmination of it. So there you go. Anyway, so, um, okay, so then we have the 72-hour rule what is that
2: well that's um, advance notice on, on the text of the bill so that folks and, and mm-hmm. individual congress members can have a chance to read the bill imagine oh my that
0: <laughs> you know like the recent versus
2: passing it mm-hmm. and then reading it like the
0: recent omnibus bill which apparently was over 4000 pages they 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 said okay we're going to vote on this now it's like
2: what <laughs> i haven't
0: even read this and okay i, I want you people to realize that that, that bill Nobody read that bill. Nobody. Right. Nobody could have possibly read that bill. Do you know how long it takes to read four thousand pages of boring of legalese. legal crap of legalese? Yes. Oh it's, my gosh, it's it's it's, it's 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 impossible. You know. So it's concerning. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's very well, kind of like Nancy Pelosi saying, "Oh well, you gotta you gotta pass the bill before you can see what's in the bill." That's exactly the attitude these people have. And. If if none of them know what's in the bill, who wrote the darn thing anyway? Right. So
2: so we exactly and so <laughs> you know? we, it, it's 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 lobbyists, it's special interests, it's uh, you know the dark money interests that have a lot of influence here, and and it's um, important that we understand what's really going on uh and like you said the omnibus and then we had what were some of these other major packages that were passed oh, yeah. that that probably if you were to sit down and read you would still be reading today
0: hmm. and you know we still we still really don't know what's in that omnibus i honestly i've i've read like you know that 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 bill that they had in Georgia where they were calling it the don't say gay bill which was total nonsense florida no georgia did it too oh, florida okay. Flor- well florida did a similar thing but georgia they passed a law to a, it's an election reform law and they were calling it the dose gay bill as well. And they were calling it racist and all, all this other nonsense. So, but I read that bill and that was only 80 pages and it took me a few days to go through that legalese of 80 pages of, Oh my God, this is like, la, da, 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 da. it's like, how does anybody read this stuff and understand it? Let alone 4,000 pages of it, you know? So I, I, I'm I'm sorry people I'm not going to be reading that 4000 page bill I just flat out there's no way I could do that. You know, so what I'm counting on is I'm counting on other people that have read it that have broken it down a little bit, people that I trust, you know, sources that I trust and I'm talking about it from that.
2: Right. So so I'm, I was trying to recall some of these big bill packages that were passed that again probably nobody has read. Um but the the infrastructure package, right? That was sold to us um and then we had the inflation reduction act. <laughs> yeah right that's, that's done nothing to reduce inflation um, it's just a name the chips act right so a lot of those bills that were just kind of pushed through because democrats have had carte blanche mm-hmm. and now they're law and now you know again if you would have started reading them from the moment that they were passed you would probably still be reading Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. this 72-hour rule, I think, is tremendous. Um, another one that I think is exciting um, is the um, prohibiting sales of strategic petroleum reserves to China. Is that... I mean, why, why would anybody ever let that happen
0: to start with? That's the question I have. Okay, they're always talking about how China's our enemy and we have to worry about China all the time. And, and what is the strategic oil reserve for? Okay, it is for... It's called a, a reserve for a purpose. For a reason for, yeah, it's not It's not uh, for the purpose of lowering prices. It's not for the purpose of giving you an advantage in an election. It is for the purpose of if we have a national emergency, a real emergency, not the fake emergency we've been seeing for the last three years, which they call an emergency. No, a real emergency. Or let's say an enormous war breaks out and we have to power the military. okay. And we need a whole lot of oil right. really so, fast.
2: So by definition, it's a reserve. It should it should remain a reserve. It shouldn't be um, tapped into nope. for uh, political purposes. Uh, and maybe even maybe that might be something that they pass as well. Yeah, you maybe know so. that there needs to be certain requirements before we tap into. Um, you know it be, it's a potential national security issue. As oh wow, well. it,
0: it totally is. Right? It totally is. And not only that, but selling your national reserve oil to China. Why in the hell would you do that?
1: Cuz they have Biden in their hands. <laughs> That's one reason. That's right because the they got reason. something on Biden and
0: I've been mm-hmm. saying that all along. Yeah. I think Biden is compromised by the CCP. I really do. And I think the evidence Ukraine is out there. And mm-hmm. Ukraine.
1: Well, you, Ukraine is all money laundering. I mean, money laundering from the beginning. That, but why? And this is why he keeps why? saying. He do you keep have compromise. some theories on why. Yeah. He keeps <laughs> saying well, that he's he would, compromised by Ukraine yeah.
0: also. Yeah, I agree.
1: He said he's going to continue continue to send Ukraine money. Yes. Why do you think? Who's benefiting from that? But Ukraine's but not getting all But of you know
0: it. what? It's mm-hmm. like any new package that they try to pass that's going to involve that. I hope the new house. Okay, here's. Here's the thing. I'm not in favor of sending money to a, co- a, a a country that, in my opinion, is probably not any better than the country that's attacking them. I think that uh, Zelensky is just as much of a communist as Putin is. I really do. So why are we siding with one or the other? You know, that's the question I have. Yeah.
2: Oh, and I think at what point is enough enough? We're yeah. we're sending what, is it a hundred billion now to help Ukraine defend their border? Yeah. We had we, we couldn't we could not even, uh, even tr- allocate five billion for mm-hmm. our own border and the, border. the, the, and the thing that and upsets else me,
1: got money for their border uh,
2: yeah and mm-hmm. the thing that I think every American should be concerned and alarmed and upset about why is every other country allowed to defend their borders to to defend and and enforce their existing immigration law but us why is the United States a demon why are we called the racist you go down to Mexico you try to sneak into Mexico and not check in with their authorities in the proper manner. And I uh, guess what's going to happen, you, you know, we'll and we all know, you're going to be in a Mexican jail, mm-hmm. right? So yes, they're allowed are. to enforce their immigration uh-huh. laws, but we're not. And this is this is going to become a, a bigger and bigger issue as you know you're seeing the floodgates kind of opened for what? Why are we allowed? And, and it's so naive and irresponsible to act as if uh, it's just you know these poor Latin American people. That I'm are not just, buying that. I'm sorry. I mean, it's I'm but not. it's not. They're coming from 142 yeah. different countries. Yeah. including our enemies yeah. and including, you know, a, a lot of, uh, uh, of uh, you know, uh, let's say Islamic nations, they're able, you know, they look very similar to the Latinos, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they can come in and, and go unnoticed and, and, and these naive leftists don't tend to believe that we have enemies all over this globe that might want to exploit that open border.
0: Oh, absolutely. I've been saying all along that you think about, a handful of crazy terrorists killed 3,000 people on 9 11.
2: Right. And, and I'm not, yeah, and we're not saying everyone that's coming through is a terrorist, yeah. but all I'm saying is that, that it's being exploited. It's not yeah. just these poor brown people from Latin America that are coming in through the border.
0: Hey, ladies, we're at the break. So um, we're going to continue this discussion with the House rules package and probably just about everything else, too. We're having a good time today. <laughs> so we'll be right back after the break.
2: Dr. Dan Lafferty.
0: And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry.
2: Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office, same day crowns, 3D X-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos and laser technology.
0: Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ General Dentistry. Gentle's not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español.
2: We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegeneraldentist.com.
0: Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004, individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com.
1: Twenty two,
0: twenty six. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie. You're listening to conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalk, ABQ.com. I want to invite you to send me your questions and comments. or if you want to get started advertising, we got some really, really, really great deals in advertising here. And uh, you can email me at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. That's BECCA at freedomspeaknm.com. And I'm here with uh, Stella Padilla and Elisa Martinez. And uh, we're talking about, uh, before the break, we were talking about this rules package <coughs> with the, uh, the house. It includes a lot of stuff. Now, we, we were touching on, right before the break, we were touching on this thing with the illegal, just unchecked illegal immigration on our southern border. Now, note that I said southern border, okay? here's an interesting thing that i don't think anybody thinks about okay we're focusing on the southern border what's i heard uh on the news i was listening this morning in which they're intercepting a lot of boats coming in along the other coasts as well we're paying so much attention to the southern border and and we you know they they tell us well we have this many million illegals in the country already And they're only counting the ones from the southern border. Okay. What about all the ones that are coming in on boats across the other coast and the ones coming in through Canada? How many might I'm just this is just speculation on my point, but I think we've probably got tens of millions of illegals in the country. Mm -hmm. That is that's
2: well, so as of I think as of the end of the year, it was at five million alone under Joe Biden that they know about uh, that we know of, right uh and then again the democrats are looking to to do a a amnesty package um and and just kind of carte blanche allow these people that we don't know again um uh, who they are what they're up to what's what's the plan and to your point in on the northern border guess what it takes to immigrate into canada what you have to have because i have a good friend of mine that was recently trying to 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 go immigrate into Canada um, on a work visa. You have to, they check your bank accounts. They check your status. They want to make sure that you're going to be a productive member of the society contributing to the workforce, contributing to their economy in a positive way. They look at your bank statements. They want to have, I think it's something like five to $10,000 in the bank. So they don't just... Just to be able to, to to qualify to immigrate into Canada. So they don't yeah. just
1: give you a visa when you walk in and, and
2: fill it out. With you more- can't just walk in. Yeah. <laughs> unchecked unmonitored just like you can't into mexico just like you can't almost anywhere else Mm -hmm. in the world um so we have a right and duty and authority uh as citizens to demand that our laws and our borders be enforced because what is this really all about uh you know is it is it a part of like destabilizing the country is it a part you know at some point um when is enough enough and these immigrants are being exploited as well they're being absolutely exploited. Maybe uh, they're
1: being exploited, but they sure are happy, aren't they? I mean, they don't have to work. They get money on their card every month. They get free rent. Free at house, you and I's anything. expense at our, with at our, our tax yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. Can Not I, only
0: are they shipping billions of dollars of our taxpayer money over to Ukraine, Ukraine, but they're giving it away to these illegal immigrants that are coming into the country. You know, let me tell you something. All of this is unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. The federal government, according to the U.S. Constitution, does not have the legal authority to do all of the to spit well, any, any of this stuff. But they have doing.
2: the legal authority to protect our borders and to yes, and they do to enforce that our is laws. That's one of the few
0: legal authorities and to that they enforce do our have. Laws. Exactly. But they do not. You know, when you hear about them sending all forty-five billion dollars or whatever, to you? They do not have the constitutional right to do that. They don't. They also don't have the constitutional right to give away stuff to these illegal immigrants. They don't. The, 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 the scope of the federal spending is extremely narrow, according to the Constitution. Extremely. And national defense is one of the main things.
2: Right, that's it. Right, I mean, we're very far gone from <laughs> from a lot of these principles, and, and and that's why it's so important that we have some checks on the power of the federal government with this new Congress, uh, hopefully. And um, but but back to this whole issue with with the influx of of just unchecked immigration. Um, you know, again, what what about our veterans? What about our poor? What about our homeless veterans uh, and individuals in poverty that are American citizens? That those resources are being redirected or allocated elsewhere um, is is shocking, well, I think.
1: the non-citizens are getting everything, and the citizens live on the streets, and they don't have a problem with that. You know, Japan even said, we take care of our people first. We're not accepting any immigrants.
0: What a concept.
2: Right. And, ah. and you know, love them or hate them. This is something that Trump, uh, I think, you know, that got him into the White House was America first, mm-hmm. Americans first. And uh, it's almost like the pendulum has swung <laughs> to the exact opposite now. Oh, no kidding. Everybody else first, uh, mm-hmm. except for um, our own citizens at times.
0: So the next thing I have, uh, well, actually, so we did the 72-hour rule. So basically... They're wanting to do votes on energy, abortion, IRS funding. Uh, that's going to be a priority for them. We've already seen uh, them c- uh, come out with a bill to basically defund those 87,000 I- armed armed IRS agents. Right, and that. so just,
2: uh, I think Wednesday, the House uh, passed yeah. or voted on the Infant Born Alive Protection Bill, which... Uh, <laughs> Has to do with after the abortion, and even then, every single Democrat except for one voted against this measure that would require abortion doctors to, to care for an abortion. To, I don't child. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold that baby. Give them a blanket. Mm-hmm. Feed um, them. Feed them. Mm-hmm. Palliative care if yeah. they're dying. In their dying hour versus that baby being left in a bucket as medical waste. And guess what, guys? This is happening in New Mexico.
1: Especially in New Especially Mexico. Especially
2: New Mexico mm-hmm. because during these late-term abortions, uh, babies are, in fact, born alive anywhere between 3 to 10% of the time. What's isn't happening? It, isn't to them, it
0: disgusting that that's even up for debate?
2: It, it is. It really I, I, I is. I can't even it believe that. It really is shocking that we're at this point. And that there's people out there, including every Democrat member of Congress but one, voted against that Mm -hmm. we are so and 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 here's the arguments you're hearing again on twitter is that well it's not happening prove it okay is it really going to bother you T- to support this bill even if you don't think it's really happening and there's no evidence and there is by the way there is is a breadth of evidence wouldn't you support
0: this bill just in case it's, it's really exactly.
2: happening? exactly and if, if it's not really life, happening then it's not gonna make a difference One life is saved right <laughs> one
0: life that's right that's what they were saying
2: <laughs> and <laughs> they're talking nonsense. about an innocent little baby that's yeah. crying and mm-hmm. screaming and fighting for his or her life yeah mm-hmm.
0: and you're not going to give that that little baby help yep oh that's unbelievable and, uh, you know, votes on energy. We should be energy independent in this country. We're, we we were, were under Trump, you know.
2: And we all need to remember what the gas prices were when the United States was energy independent.
0: Less than mm. two bucks a gallon. <laughs> I remember paying, I think, uh, like a buck sixty-five. Dollar fifty-nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. You know, I, I, I stick my, the I did that stickers on all the gas pumps when I get gas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I've, I've, I've that huge. was you <laughs> That was me,
0: I have a huge number of those I'm, I'm ready <laughs> Can I
1: have some? Yeah, I can give you some <laughs>
0: Thanks <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let's see Okay, so the next thing on their package Was the cut-as-you-go rule Okay Now, basically what that says Is that Republicans They want to scrap the current Pay-as-you-go requirement And instead institute a cut-as-you-go rule and that prohibits consideration of legislation that has the net effect of increasing mandatory spending within a five-year or 10-year budget window. That that kind of addresses that that whole thing with the debt limit to, to a certain extent that we talked about.
2: Yeah, so basically they're not going to consider legislation if it increases mandatory spending over a five- or 10-year period, now, which...
0: Yeah, and, and that just, is that is opposite of uh, what a thing called the Gephardt rule, which they've been doing for quite some time. Okay, now what the Gephardt rule is basically that says that okay, if we if we overspend and we spend too much, uh, we'll get an automatic increase in the debt ceiling
2: versus a cut, and and that's yes. the other part of this cut as you go policy is that you need to offset that with a spending cut elsewhere in the federal budget, yeah. which is which is great. Responsible this fiscal responsibility, a responsible with budget. not just the taxpayers of mm-hmm. this generation's uh resources, but generations to come. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that's all we need to say about that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, here we go. This goes along with that. Vote on the debt limit. Okay. It's not going to be a Gephardt rule automatically increase. No, they're going to vote on it. And then I have a feeling that there are no... Well, they act-
2: s- actually have to have a requirement to vote versus yes. let's just raise the right, debt right. ceiling. There's a
0: requirement to vote. So I have a feeling troublemakers like Rand Paul are probably going to have a lot of things to say before they ever increase the debt debt ceiling. And I love Rand Paul, by the way. I would vote for him for president. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well I I like Thomas Massey who's kind of like the Rand Paul of the house oh yeah 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 he follows me on Twitter does he? cool (laughs) 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 um they, it's all about fiscal responsibility, fiscal transparency. Responsibility. You know, giving opportunity to read these bills and and more power back to the people. And I think that's what is so admirable in 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 the way Rand Paul approaches his yeah. his Senate uh, position as as Massey and some of these others that are again let's let's have some transparency to this process. Let's slow things down, uh, and so that that we can have an opportunity to actually have a democratic discussion about the issues that are affecting our lives well
1: we need transparency and accountability mm-hmm. you know just transparency mm-hmm. doesn't and it doesn't end it we need they need to be accountable
0: yeah for what they're doing oh they do mm-hmm. well just kind of like it needs to be accountable about the money how the money's getting spent in ukraine which shouldn't yeah. be sent to ukraine to start with exactly but if they're going to send it, they should at least account for it all. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you spending this on? Well, mm-hmm. we know what they're spending it on. They're routing it back into the Democrat Party. They're money money laundering it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Well, and then and then back to say like, our favorites. I like so Thomas Mass Representative Massey and uh, when she was in Congress, Tulsi Gabbard were my two favorites. Uh, one of, one of the two favorites because of their stand uh, on accountability and transparency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need more of that.
0: We do. We totally need more of that. And
2: and even to her credit, um, you know, someti- sometimes, uh, maybe I, I don't know what the percentage would be, but even AOC, you know, to her credit, <laughs> credit is is going to demand has demanded transparency on certain issues.
0: Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while,
2: right? The, the broken clock tells time twice a day. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but but I, I couldn't say as much for other members of Congress.
0: Yeah. No, you can't. You know, Rand Paul he believes more along the lines that I do that uh, spending should be constitutional. Now we're so we're so far off the reservation on that on everything. We're so far off the reservation on on spending on constitutional spending. I would like to see constitutional spending. That's what I would like to see. You know, we're we're starting to see around the country constitutional carry. People actually honoring the Second Amendment. Would it? actually means which next week i'm going to break that sucker down word by word i'm going to break down the second amendment i'm going to i'm going to talk about that if somebody doesn't understand what the second amendment means by the end of next week's show show. they will at the end of the show (laughs) good (laughs) and 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 if you don't understand it then you've just plain got the stupid Mm -hmm. yeah totally (laughs) so um let's see they're gonna cap spending levels oh wow what a concept Uh, Let's see here. Potential impact on military. So there is this debate over military spending. Now, I've talked about constitutional spending. Military spending is the one thing that constitutionally they actually have the right to spend money on. Okay? Not these like these programs, like I talked about before, about like, and and if I could read that $4,000, 4,000 page bill, I'm sure I'd have a lot more examples to point out. But like, for instance, pointing out, uh, paying, using federal money to pay for a transition center for for gender affirming care. Why is federal tax money being used for that? Okay. I It's like, I'm not against people doing that if they want to but taxpayer money should not be used on it just like taxpayer money should not be used to pay for abortions
1: for all every country in the world I mean they want to pay for every country not just the United States they want to make sure that everybody has access to abortion (sighs) how can you cover the whole world
0: (laughs) well you know it's all about that that thing where they're wanting to reduce the world population Mm -hmm. I mean we'll, we'll just abort a bunch of them that'll get rid of some of them and then we'll jab some of them, and you know mm-hmm. they'll they'll die from the jab. Or we'll release another version of the uh, the bio weapon.
1: And then we'll transgender the children, so they can't. Have so they can't children. make. So they, they can't
0: make more babies. That's right. Or, or that they don't get together. It's like or we have we have a bunch of people that are completely incompatible, so that nobody's getting together, nobody's making families, nobody's making babies.
2: Well, it, you know, um, it, it, and prior to, to certain folks pointing this out, including Elon Musk, um, across most developing countries, were exper- they are experiencing a negative population growth. Uh, the U.S. would be among those countries if it not if it were not for some. Immigration, mm-hmm. uh, but um, and and I'm and I am a full uh, you know fully on board with legal immigration mm-hmm. as I'm sure all of you, all of your listeners are. Yeah, uh, we're just saying let's go through the legal process. But back to this issue of, of negative population growth, which which is going is hitting China, it's hitting Japan, it's hitting parts of Europe where the um and it's such an important economic uh, uh, pillar uh, of the economic sustenance of a society is that when the outgoing workforce starts to retire, they're not being replaced. Well, no, they're, they're aborting They're not. Them. <laughs> yes. And and abortion rates globally mm-hmm. uh, have impacted that tremendously, as well as people choosing um, not to reproduce. So so that needs to be a part of the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to have a tremendous, and one of the countries that's feeling the pain the most, which is why they lifted that restriction on the one-child policy, is, is China.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see. Last thing I had on my list was committee assignments. And, you know, those Freedom Caucus members, while they were, you know, having this debate about a speaker, I think uh, part of the deal was is that some of those people got assigned to committee assignments, which I, I love. Yeah, that let's idea. break that down. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. see
2: what you got there.
0: I, I don't let's see. Do I even have? I don't know if I actually have the names of these people. I didn't have enough time to actually look into that one. I know that um, they were they got rid of the like Swalwell. They got rid of him. They got Swalwell,
2: Ilhan Omar, and Schiff. Schiff, Shifty Schiff.
0: Yeah, they got rid of him. Okay, because Shifty Schiff. Um, or Swalwell, especially, could not pass a, a, a background check. He couldn't get a security clearance to be dog catcher. So, it's very concerning. Yeah, it's very, it is. Very Yet concerning. the Democrats thought he was the best guy for the job for the Intelligence Committee. I, I don't even know what these where these people's heads are. What? what why, why was he the best guy? They're
1: puppets. Because they do as they're told. Yeah. That's why they get a position, not because they are they have the most experience. They're all puppets. No,
0: I think you're onto something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you don't want somebody actually thinks and somebody that's going to
2: question. Like, yeah, like Biden. Yeah. You know,
1: he can't think to save his life.
2: Well, and, and to a lot of extent, AOC, right? She she speaks well. She's mm-hmm. very presentable. Um, you know, she, she got a lot of support and funding and they package her up and put her out there. And, um, you know, you see her in some of the committee hearings and she can't answer, especially Especially on the issue of immigration and asylees, um, uh, you know, beyond the talking points.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So they
0: uh, they got rid of Swalwell off of the intelligence communi- uh, committee. They got rid of Omar, which he's clearly made anti-Semitic yeah. ca- comments mm-hmm. over well, the years.
2: And again, for all the hyperventilating about this change of power, guys, it happens every mm-hmm. cycle. Why? Why? Why did the Democrats? or act surprised because, you know, again, Swalwell was complaining, oh, my God, I got kicked off the committee and, know it's the end of the world, but that happens every cycle. Well, (laughs) you know, one
0: thing is different. You know, one thing I can say for McCarthy and the Republicans is – They've gotten in power now, and they're not doing the same dirty stuff that the Democrats were doing because they're better than that. And I was listening to McCarthy. They were talking about that they were actually uh, appointing an actual select committee, okay? Now, unlike the so-called January 6th unselect committee in which there wasn't a single conservative on the entire panel— Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, fake Republican. (laughs) I don't even know if we can even call her a rhino. (laughs) But— What McCarthy said is, he said, well, we're going to do this like it should be done. We've got this many seats that are going to be filled by Democrats. I'm going to leave that up to the Democrats to select which people they want in those seats. And then the Republicans, we're going to pick who we want in our seats. That's how it should work, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the January 6th committee, Nancy Pelosi picked everybody. And the Republicans could not pick who they wanted. Now, personally, I would have loved to have seen Jim Jordan sitting on that January 6th committee because I think we would have found out some real things from that. I've actually got something interesting I want to talk about, about that coming up, about the, uh, about the uh, January 6th events, uh, about things that they're still lying about with the January 6th. Uh, I don't know.
2: Just release the whole tape of the footage.
0: Just release it all but what they don't the people want to do decide that. right i mean they don't want to do that and i
2: would like to
1: know well and i i would like to know when they're going to release these people that they're holding illegally that were just there didn't people that have
0: not got due process yeah. people that have not got a speedy trial at all what you know what's going on with the the, the january 6 prisoners and the gulags is unconstitutional again mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like you know, people talk about, oh, well, that's a violation of the Constitution. The problem is, is we've been violating the Constitution so badly for as long as I can remember. Uh, it makes you wonder whether anybody really respects the Constitution at all. The Democrats, they use it as a convenient thing. They re- they reference the Constitution when they want to use it to their advantage. But they really don't care about the Constitution. It's a real problem for them.
1: Well, they reference to it when they're trying to change it, too. Yeah. They want to change it. They do. It.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah like how they try to redefine the Second Amendment, which, you know, mm-hmm. I've gone into that numerous times, but I'm really going to hit it hard next week, so. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, so you want to get into the Twitter files? That's kind of fun. I, um, Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I last week we covered release one and two, so I thought this week we'll cover releases three and four. And let me open it up real quick because I... You know, I made a few notes on it, but I also want to go into it here. Okay, so I uh, release three. It there's a guy by the name of Joel Roth. He's mentioned a lot. Apparently, he was the guy that was kind of running a lot of the operations. Well,
2: he was in charge of the censoring department. Um, to kind of paraphrase, mm-hmm. uh, and was working sort of hand in glove with with, I believe, with certain federal agencies uh, and news agencies to target uh, topics and individuals for for suppression, censorship, shadow banning, all that good stuff. Um, so what one of the part one of you know, uh, one of the issues that came out of this Twitter files release, it's very important to me, extremely. Um, I'm very extremely uh, concerned about and and sort of involved or advocate for is the human trafficking uh, and exploitation of child um, sexual mater- uh, s- uh, child exploitation um, and the content that was allowed to to persist on Twitter for years um, right at the same time that they were censoring conservatives, mm-hmm. they allowed. For child exploitation content to um, to remain on Twitter for again for years and years and years, I actually sat in on um, a Twitter space with uh, one of the leading activists who um, helped flag you know, some of this content on Twitter, and and, and so, anyways, it's really interesting. Um, And it shows you really the double standard, the glaring double standard that is going on, Um, not just with like the FBI activity, not going after that content, but going after censorship of conservatives. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So release three, it
0: deals with a lot of the censorship of Trump before the 2020 election. And They 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 had a a thing that they were doing to Trump. They called it a term called bouncing, okay? And what that means is when they bounce somebody they put them in a timeout, which from what I understand lasts about twelve hours. And they were doing So
2: like when you go to Facebook jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Similarly. Yeah, like Facebook jail. Yep.
0: Um so when you when you read release three, what it's obvious I mean these people These people that were, were running Twitter at the time, they have like a God complex. That's the way I look at it. Okay. They're they're looking at all these thousands and thousands of Twitter users, and these guys are overseeing them, and they have decided that they can control what people talk about, how often, and with whom.
2: Right. And s- I think specifically to Trump leading up to the election, and this is where even uh, Elon Musk himself said that they they, they influenced the election outcome right he came out yes and they did Said it and i said on twitter again for those who are following me um <laughs> that maybe even potentially single-handedly could have impacted the outcome of that election uh in the suppression of the hunter biden laptop plus the what we found and i think it was part four dropping of this twitter files that they had a policy just for trump alone oh yeah <laughs> And targeting this one individual that happened to be running for office, and if people don't understand the, the the federal election committee, I'm sorry, federal communications committee. Um, rules, guidelines uh, that have to give equal time, equal access to candidates that are running for office. This is another potential violation um, that that he was banned access to sharing information um, as a candidate. And they actually had a
0: rule in which they had a special rule. You're right. They had a special rule for Trump, but not just Trump. They had a special rule in place for leaders, okay, world leaders, Mm -hmm. you know, presidents of countries, giving them more latitude on what they could say, um, other, you know, different than just you and I, standard users on there. And they decided to change the rules midstream to to fit their needs. They wanted to get rid of Trump, so they changed the rules. Right, right. And they used a thing called a, they used bots, okay? And it it mentions something about, I'm reading these these posts in, in the third drop it, it says it appears moderators added a bot for a Trump claim made on Breitbart the bot ends up becoming an automated tool invisibly watching both Trump and apparently Breitbart so when they when they when they institute one of these rules for like a word or a person it has a, a, a like a snowball effect in which it affects other things on down the line and they're talking about that. So, in 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 the third release, they're talking about tools that they use to uh, censor Trump. So, hey, we're at the end of the second hour. We're going to be getting to the third hour, and don't go anywhere because it's going to be really really good. Um, we're going to finish the this the Twitter releases here, and then one thing that's really really important to me uh, this week is I want to talk about this California trans sanctuary log it's really really scary you're not going to want to miss this